So from Ross Originals, we've got Ho Contest, Po Contest. Ho Contest, Po Contest. This is yeah. like a ma- like Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus, but <laughs> like <laughs> a, really... a competition for magic. That's really strained, yeah. yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> It'd be really hard to say. It does not roll off your tongue well, does no, it? No, no, it does not. Okay, so it's a competition for magic. <laughs> it's one of those titles where it's like, it doesn't really roll off the tongue, but you read it and you're like, I get it. <laughs> I get what they've done with that. Um, Alright, so this has to be sort of like a really goofy, like, maybe even stop motion movie, right? Like, Yeah. I'm thinking like, it's it's the kind of magic that's not like, Balls of light and zipping, zapping, and stuff like that. No, it's this the is kind of Penn magic... and Teller. Okay, Penn and Teller, like like Vegas magic. All right, I can get I can get behind that. If it's going to be conform to the performance aspect, I think yeah. it's very much like um... the Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vegas yeah. spotlight like, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think I think there's a contest in Vegas. Yeah. That is. Who's the best magician? Who's in the Vegas? best magician in Vegas? Yeah, yeah. And I think there's a um, and there's a whole like the magic circle uh, thing. You know, yeah. a, people love hearing about that. The whole thing about like magicians keeping their tricks secret, never revealing another magician's uh, tricks, and all that sort of thing. Mm. Um, I think someone's come to Vegas for the first time to perform in a small theater mm. um, and realizes, Allah, that when Hugh Jackman invited them. When Rupert Grint got invited by Hugh Jackman to come to a small <laughs> theatre in Vegas... Yeah, yeah. ...that what he was doing was just like comedians... Some like some big comedians have been known to do mm. is that they were just trying to steal... find a way to steal jokes. Okay, Find right. a way to, way to steal a trick. Yes. Um, and uh, so when it comes to... The Penn and Teller, like, foolish, like, competition vibe. Mm. When it comes to that, Hugh Jackman comes on first and does it way flashier with a much higher budget. Mm. And then Rupert Grint is like, here's my cup. (laughs) There's a ball underneath. Can you see it? No, it's gone now. And it's the same trick. Yeah, yeah. But Hugh Jackman's done with big flashy lights and smoke and and, and all that sort of thing. And I think... Right, Rupert Grint goes to talk to an actual wizard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Nevada desert. He walks off into the Nevada desert to talk to a wizard, played by, like, um, Neil Patrick Harris. I think think he expects to find it in a Nevada desert. Yeah. Someone tells him that you walk out into the Nevada desert, but um, it's the suburbs. Like, he follows a map... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's just a, just someone's like it's just the single suburbs. story house yeah. yeah yeah and it's like look around you are in the Nevada desert we yeah. just built houses here yeah we, we, just, <laughs> we just expanded yeah. yeah yeah there's a pool uh, it's nice but I think Neil Patrick Harris because I think he's a member of the magic circle isn't he I think Neil so Patrick Harris. Yeah. but like in this he's ju- he just plays an actual wizard who can use magic like actual <laughs> yeah. magic he can just cast spells yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, he's he's dressed like the wizard from uh, the Sorcerer's Apprentice the uh, the Mickey Mouse yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cartoon like he's got like this pointy blue hat yeah like, this giant grey beard <laughs> and out the front of the, the house is yeah. a costume um, shop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, we we don't get whether he's conforming to the like sorcerer, yeah, um, sorcerer type, or if he's like 
not magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if he is magic. I mean, it's it's just like a a little a little costume shop out in the suburbs. Yeah. But, um, you know, he's like hiding in plain sight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he dresses as a wizard every day because yeah. he because he runs a costume shop. So so Neil Patrick Harris is gonna teach Rupert Grint how to how to perform, do some real magic, how to do real yeah, magic kind yeah. of thing. I think there's a bit where um, Neil Patrick Harris is like, "Can you can you?" Uh, wash the floor, please. And Rupert Grint is like, I got you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get all the mops to do it themselves. <laughs> and then the mops keep multiplying. Yep. And it's a, it's a whole thing. Like the mops with the buckets, and they're just sort of dun 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 dun. dun, dun. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy. And he's, like, he's panicking. Yeah. And then and then Neil Patrick Harris comes back and goes, Yep. Uh, That's how I'd do it as well. Yep. Don't don't worry about it. Pulls a lever and. <laughs> The floor swings open. All the mops and buckets fall into a, just a pit full of mops and buckets. All screaming, all, all writhing on the <laughs> writhing in this pit. <laughs> Everyone I teach does the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I should have probably told you there was a Roomba in the closet. <laughs> it does the exact same thing as... with less. Less multiplying and screaming and writhing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Less multiplying, less less magic nonsense. <laughs> so he teaches him how to do actual magic, yeah. and then when he gets back to the to the competition, mm. and it's like the final, like yeah. Hugh Jackman, who's doing all of Rupert Grint's old tricks, yeah. and Rupert Grint now just a full on magician who's doing who's doing wizardry. Yeah, who's doing actual magic tricks. Uh, but of course, I think. Um, in the end, because mm. it's we don't want to. I, I don't think it's. Um, uh, I don't think we want to do a sort of like. Oh, we just cast a spell and it's better than anything that Hugh Jackman could do. Yeah, yeah. I think Hugh Jackman's own greed. Yeah. Gets the better of him, mm. and that's the spell. Yeah. Is I think Neil. Some of the things that Neil Patrick Harris is teaching is that like, yeah, sure you can do magic, but it'll never go right for you. Yeah. Magic is all about. As we found out with the mops. Yeah. Magic is all about letting other people's imagination do the work. Yeah. Um, so, uh, like, Hugh Jackman peeks in. You, you see from the perspective backstage of this Penn and Teller, like, mm. uh, show. Yeah. Um, uh, Hugh Jackman is sneaking around and he sneaks into the into a side room and, he, and he's looking, peeking in at what... Um, what Rupert Grint's doing, mm. and Rupert Grint is is like he's he's uh, burning incense and he's and he's chanting and uh, you know Hugh Jackman's got to know more. Yeah. He's got to know more about what these words mean. So he starts looking into it. Oh, and he reads like a dark book, <laughs> <laughs> and like um, the uh, the he ends up making himself only tell the truth yeah right so so rupert grint has been made uh, has been has left out this book mm. the words of which will cast a spell on you to only tell the truth yeah but yeah. only if you read it so like rupert grint goes out and just does a normal <laughs> normal trick that's yeah, impressive yeah. even if you're telling the truth mm. whereas hugh jackman goes out and said and tried to do his 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 normal trick yeah, yeah. and it's just like I don't really know what I'm doing. My special effects team are about to hit the lights that are going <laughs> to... Yeah, and he just explains how he's doing the trick yeah. while he's doing it. And yeah. Penn and Teller are like, you're not allowed to do that. You can't tell... <laughs> My God. You're, you're a disgrace to us magicians. Yeah. 
<laughs> whereas whereas Rupert Grint's just got this this bowl and cup game that he, always, he, he was yeah, doing yeah. last time. But this time he's like, blah, blah, blah. and because of the way I'm moving them, you're not going to be able to know which one it's under. <laughs> ben and Teller are like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> Whereas, whereas uh, Hugh Jackman's like, and then the lights are gonna go out like it's a, like it's been a power cut. And I, I think, um, I think uh, Hugh Jackman tries to do you know that um, magic trick where they catch the bullet with their teeth. Yeah. Um, he tries to do that. Yeah. Um, and and dies and dies doing it. Sure. He, tries, he tries to one up uh, yeah, Rupert yeah, yeah, Grint. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Hand me that gun!" Yeah, yeah. hand me that gun. I'm gonna, I'm gonna catch this bullet. Bang! Just shoots himself in the face. I can do impressive stuff without deception. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> bang! <laughs> in the face. I've always thought I could catch a bullet with my teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Never tried it before. <laughs> And that's how the film ends. Like yeah. the blood splatter spells out the end against the wall. Yep. On the back. <laughs> I like how every time there's a magician we cast Hugh Jackman. <laughs> He's a good magician. Yeah, he is. He's a good magician. He he looks he looks good with a top hat on. He does, you're right. Let's talk about some performance movies. Yeah, performance movies. I think um I think uh, like uh, where I'm going to be taking my like style inspirations from mm. are stuff like um uh are stuff like School of Rock which uh, and, and yeah. Sister Act 2 which have this sort of that, that that's that's the standard base right where yeah. it's like there's going to there's a performance coming up that will make or break Something. Yeah, yeah. If if School of Rock, right, if the band wasn't successful in that battle of the bands at the end of it, yeah. Jack Black would have been put in prison. Going to going to jail. Yeah. yeah for, for a sure. long, long, long for time. For a long time. He kidnapped children. Yeah. He kidnapped children. F- fraud. Yeah. Because he tried he's not to be, a teacher. Yeah, he's not a teacher. He's been pretending to be a teacher. Yeah. For many, many months. Yeah, he's been pretending to be his friend. Yeah. Who yeah. like I'm just saying it, like, they would have sued Jack Black no matter what, yeah. I think. Yeah. I think at the end of that, uh, I think at the end of that uh, movie, Jack Black is, Jack Black's character is um, handed uh, a, a court summons. He does not learn a lesson in that movie. Not really. He, he doesn't. Like, like, at no point does he go, oh... Teaching is actually really cool. What's Jack Black's character's name? Because it isn't uh, Ned Schneebly. Uh, Dewey Finn. Dewey Finn. Yeah. Ned yeah. Schneebly's his friend. They don't spend enough time on him being sorry for having tricked everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, no, no. I don't think that's ever the case in <laughs> yeah. School of Rock. Dewey Finn, yeah. right, goes through no arc. <laughs> in that movie he's like Indiana Jones he just shows everyone else how to rock yeah like everyone else goes like gravitates towards him yeah and has their own realisation like the kids all go through an arc of like oh I've got to do this to uh, to be successful in life I've got to like study hard I'm going to overcome my, yeah. my dad's uh, expectations for me or yeah. like that sort of thing Yeah, I want to stick it to the man I haven't got uh, a confidence in myself yeah um, I, <laughs> I, I I feel out of place with the skill set I have and the interests I have meanwhile Jack Black goes right this band's kicked me out 
I'm going to pretend to be a teacher for a bit so I can pay rent. <laughs> yep. Oh, these kids can play music. I'm going to exploit that. <laughs> and that's it. That's all that happens. He ends up just exploiting them. It just so happens that the kids got on board with that exploitation. I mean, I so so uh, counterpoint. I yeah. think that the thesis, uh, like of School of Rock, yeah. or at least that something that School of Rock presupposes is that rock is an end in in and of itself, mm. unto itself. Yeah. Uh, so if you have um, if you have seen talent, yeah, in these kids. And it will never be used hmm. because it's going to be squashed under. You're going to be an accountant. You're going to be. Yeah, a, yeah. You're going to be this. You're going to be that. Then um, freeing them to see rock as it like uh, as it lives as a spiritual thing mm. is an end in and of itself. Yeah. He will. He he didn't go. Sorry, he didn't start the band to be in the battle of the bands. Yeah, he did. No, he. He he starts the band because he's like, these kids can really rock. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm I'm pretty sure though, in his mind. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a scene where he's just like, I can get these kids to because like I think at the beginning when he's kicked out that band, he's like, we've got Battle of the Bands coming up. Like from the opening scenes, we've got Battle of the Bands coming up. Um, we don't want you in the band anymore. Yeah, do yeah, we? definitely. And and I definitely think that like the 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 movie. Uh, posits the battle of bands to be the, uh, the the pinnacle of rock. Yeah, yeah. Like the pinnacle of what a band like that can do. Mm. Um, uh, I think though that he's there as a substitute teacher. Mm. I think he's at a loss as to what to do in the class. Yeah. I think he sees that they have instruments and that yeah. they have musical ability, and instead of going like. I'm going to get these kids to play in the Battle of Bands, which is quite a ways away. Yeah, yeah. He's going, I can teach them something. There is something I know. <laughs> and we're going to... We're, 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 we're doing music all day, every day, because that's all I know. We need to watch this film again. Because, <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure at no point does he have that thought. I think later on he does. No, I think because he, he, he sees it, he peeks his head in and, and, and sees, like, the them doing band practice. He does the, the eye, eyebrow roll yeah. thing. Yeah, he's and, like, mm, and I'm I think formulating an idea. The class he does before that yeah. is... Like, they're all calling him out because he doesn't know how to teach. Yeah, yeah. But he knows how to teach rock and roll. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. so the only way he's keeping his job to the point where he gets paid is by keeping those kids on side. And the only way he knows how to keep those kids on side is by, um, uh, is by teaching them rock. Yeah. In the rock school. But I, I don't think he goes through any... Change. No, he doesn't. Really. No, he he happens to that school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jack, that's that's what happens in a lot of movies. Jack Black's in. <laughs> he just happens. Yeah, Jack Black happens and, to, the, to the to the to the environment. Yeah, and people change around him <laughs> because he is a he is a force of nature in movies. Yes, he is. That cannot true. be tamed. <laughs> it's hard to give Jack Black an arc. Yeah, it's it's really tough. Yeah. Really- uh, what? Um, Shallow Hal. Closest thing he gets yeah. to Narc, and it's a pretty shit one. Yeah, it's a pretty shit one. Um, he I'm learns gonna... to appreciate the inner beauty in people by seeing the inner beauty in people. <laughs> yeah, by getting a cheat code. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like clicking it. Yeah. Not that, not that I've seen it. No. But, uh, you know, <laughs> you, get, you get a cheat code to doing all the things. You, you, the, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, performance movies, other than School of Rock and Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit, mm. um, because that came out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit, because it's, um, uh, it's not the same plot as Sister Act. Yeah. Sister Act is about um, running from the, hiding from the mob, um, being a witness to a crime, and then going in, try, trying to go into witness protection in a convent, and then it, it's also it's almost the same plot of School of Rock, really. You know, like someone forced to do something. Sister Act Two is the same plot as School of Rock. <sighs> Sister Act One is. Um, Wait, in, in Sister Act, doesn't doesn't Whoopi Goldberg like? Doesn't she go? Oh, you guys can really sing. Not really. No, no, they can't sing. Right. Okay. What am I thinking of then? Sister Act Two, Back in the Habit. Okay. Probably. I've done, the thing is, I don't think. Did we watch them back to back? I don't think so. Because I, I feel like I've only seen Sister Act One, <laughs> and we may have watched both of them in the same day. Um, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Sister Act One is these guys are are pretty bad. Mm. There's one. Of them, one among them who is really good, mm. who can really sing, but she's very shy. Yeah, um, like in School of Rock. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but other than that, it's very much like Whoopi Goldberg is, is is taking pity on them. Yeah. Okay. While she's stuck in this convent, she doesn't want to be there. Mm. She's um, uh, unexpectedly having an effect on. The lot of them by sneaking out to a bar across the road, and and then they go in and they hear, you know, they they all realize that they like soul music in a different in, in a different right. way, or okay. like they don't. So all, she all, is doing a school of access, rock. Uh, music in a different way. In that they are interfacing with music in an organic way. The yeah. characters are, are talking about music and doing music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... Like in school of rock. <laughs> like in school of rock. Um, they're the same they, movie. They never sneak out to a bar in School of Rock. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. They sneak out to the Battle of the Bands audition. Yeah. In which they don't play the music. But... <laughs> yeah, they sneak out to that, but that's not when they're like discovering new angles and uh, discovering that they've got a, a, a common factor in music. Yeah, I guess. Um, they, they, they're different movies. Yeah. Um, whereas... Sister Act 2 Back in the Habit um, well, Sister Act 2 sorry Sister Act 1 is about um, like yeah the the mob still looking for Dolores yeah um, and they are like honing in on her mm. especially after like they start sneaking out and so and things like that because mm. uh, I, I think there's like a crooked cop maybe I can't remember I don't know but yeah they're honing in and eventually um uh there's a whole chase yeah you know it, there's some life and death stuff in uh in in sister act yeah sister act 2 it's only the life and death of the of the um of the school yeah well, it's like uh it it feels very much like the trajectory of uh like saturday night fever where the first one is quite a gritty look at yeah. at uh, new york youth yep and then the second one which yeah. i only found out about the other day yeah um, 
the the I can't remember what they call it. Oh, it's um, oh, it's another it's another Bee Gees song. I can't remember what it's called. Staying Alive, I know. That's the one! Yes! <laughs> oh, it's called fever? Staying Alive. Stay yeah, alive. yeah. Okay. Saturday Night Fever and Staying yeah, Alive. Yeah, yeah. Staying Alive is the second one mm-hmm. in which it was written by Stallone. Yeah. Uh, starring oh, no. John Travolta wow. as the same character God. who basically just enters a dance competition. Performance, uh, are you a performance competition movie? Yeah, yeah. Basically. <laughs> but like, Saturday Night Fever yeah. is like, dancing is, is a big part of it, obviously. Yeah. But there's like... There's a whole sort of plot about his friend like wanting to talk to him and he's just not having time for his friend and yeah. his friend's like going through all this shit like his girlfriend's pregnant he does he's lost his job doesn't know what to do and he just ends up killing himself. Yeah. Saturday night fever, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fucking grim. <laughs> yeah. And then the 80s comes along. <laughs> and they're like, it's mainly dancing. Yeah, it's dancing, you know. <laughs> Remember Saturday night fever? How it was all dancing? <laughs> Let's do that. Let's just have have John Travolta dancing around like he does in Greece in a dance competition. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Let's do it. I know. Is, is Saturday Night? There's a dance competition in the Saturday Night Fever, though. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So there is. There are stakes to the dancing. It is. It is a uh, yeah. a movie in which like um, this performance will live and die. Um, does it share the same arc where um, you know things are going wrong with the performance based on the character's position on the big story circle the sort of like their arc potentially yeah i've not seen it for years but it is i'm gonna say one of my favorite films i've not seen it for years so it could very well be a really bad movie uh so i'm gonna have to re-watch it and, yeah. and reassess it but yeah from what i remember i was like i was surprised with how like Again, it's iconic for a reason. Yeah. It's very, very good. Uh, other performance competition movies, you have stuff like Itonia. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, which is all about, you know, like the whole uh, envy and yeah. pride and uh, the things that people are willing to do to get to the, to, to the top for glory. Yeah. Um, uh, you... Oh, just going going really overboard. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like that angle. Properly going kind of psychopathic for it. Yeah. Um, you've got uh, Step Up and Step Up to the Streets, mm-hmm. uh, which are uh, very much in, in the same vein, although... Uh, uh, more about culture clash, yeah, um, and and how like dance unites people, um, whether or not they are into like uh, wh- wh- whether or not they're like working class and urban or like preppy kids, yeah, um, it 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 unites people in in the way that they. Um, in in the medium, yeah, um, it, it, everyone does it. Everyone mm. dances. No matter who you are, so yeah. you, you like, uh, and it's, a, it's I, a universal thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so breaks breaks down breaks down societal walls. Exactly. And how dance can pull people together despite mm. those universal walls trying to pull them apart, um, uh, which is a generous synopsis yeah. for Step Up to the Streets. Because um, I've I've just had a thought about um, sort of Black Swan. Yeah, because that's also like a performance mm. um, performance competition yeah. film in which Natalie Portman is is wanting to be the, the very Swan best, Princess like of no one ever was. Yes, of of Swan Lake. Yeah, and and the lengths she goes to mentally mm. and physically in order to to get that that role in the big ballet. Yeah, and I'm just like maybe you can sort of transplant that that uh, part of. That that story, yeah, into something like, like proud green bowling or something like that, 
What's yeah. that? So like you know, like balls. Oh yes, like yeah, rolling yeah, yeah, rolling yeah. Uh, black balls across a green surface. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, imagine this coach just telling this person who's playing <laughs> balls to like go home and touch yourself, like like that, <laughs> and they're touching themselves and thinking about balls. And then mum's sort of sat in a chair next to the bed, like, oh my god, what's going on? And then they slowly turn into a big bull. <laughs> like body horror style. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> um... Black bull, I think we'll call Black it. Black bull. Le Jack. Le Jack. Uh... Darren Aronofsky's Le Jack. <laughs> Uh, so there's those ones. Um, yeah, those <laughs> ones. The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you think uh, Black Swan might be the, the furthest outside of a competition performance movie that you'd still be willing to call a competition performance movie? Um, probably. Or, 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 or Night Fever? Um, I've, I've not... Well, I think Saturday Night Fever is that. Yeah. Um, I would say, like, Black Swan... I think, I think it's lessons from the screenplay that... Um, uh, that compared Black Swan and Whiplash, and I, I'd go Whiplash as well would be on that because I don't think there's a yeah. competition mm. in Whiplash yeah. from what I remember, but there is it's this sense of the, yeah. the environment is so tense and competitive. Yes, I think like you get that with food movies as well a lot. Mm. Um, you get that with with like I've got to be the very best chef. Yes, you know, and that's kind of in itself a performance. Yeah. Um, you you like sometimes it's just is this good enough for the authority like Ratatouille? Yeah. Um, but other times it's like who is going to end up staying? Yeah. You know, in this in this competition, who is going to end up in this high pressure work environment? Mm. Who is uh, lawyers have it as well. Yeah. You have it with legal movies. Yeah. This kind of like, are, who, are you going to perform well? You, you've both been put on this case. Yeah. But who's going to get the credit? Yes. You know, like, who, uh, like this is a competition between the two lawyers who are currently um, yeah, and, and buying. To some degree, like, political movies, maybe. Mm. Uh, political biopics, especially. Like, ones yeah. like... Um... I, I can't remember. Uh, election. Like, election. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Um, and... Yeah, I, I think there's that. But, like, I think Whiplash and Black Swan, because there's not really... I mean, there is a competition there. Yeah. But it's it's a... The, the whole film is just, like, two or more people battling it out yeah. to be the best. Mm. And and sort of, like, how they're... What lengths they're willing to go to. Yeah. Um, in, in And, like, I think what, what Black Swan... Well, what they do both well is Whiplash is a much more grounded one whereas yeah. Black Swan actually has Natalie Portman turn into a swan at some point yeah. <laughs> which when I say it it sounds insane but mm. when you're watching the movie it's like this is insane um, <laughs> it's funny because like you could break you could break performance competition movies into um, into two things really mm. the ones that honour and hold high above everything else uh, in the sort of directorial eye mm. um in the writer's eye the medium yeah dance singing performance uh even acting um and then there's the um the ones that are less about holding the medium up 
but are looking at the people who do hold the medium up. Yeah. Looking deeply into those people who are going are willing to go to extreme lengths or or will change their whole person mm. to be uh part of the medium. Yeah. Uh, and it's like you can either look at the medium as a fan of it, or you can look at a medium. Uh, you can look at the fans of the medium, yeah, and uh, and uh, and the performers of the medium, and 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 see just how deep that rabbit hole goes. Yeah, I mean, like uh, in a film like I Tonya, yeah, uh, it'd be funny if she turned into an ice skate <laughs> at some point. I think you've got hung up on Black Swan. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I need to rewatch that movie. <laughs> well, what, have, what have I got on my list of rewatches? Saturday Night Fever, Black Swan. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if I wonder well, if funny if funny if in uh, in 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 Sister Act, Whoopi Goldberg turned into God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that and uh, yeah, she starts sprouting feathers as well. She's actually an angel. <laughs> She's actually an angel. Yeah. 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 Uh, a biblically accurate angel. Yeah, got eyes everywhere. Got tons of eyes, yeah. wheels going around. <laughs> Whole wheel of eyes. Yep. <laughs> just, just in Maggie Smith's office, just this giant wheel with <laughs> eyes and wings. Biblically accurate Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> yeah. There we go. There's the title <laughs> of the deleted scenes. Yep. Shall we pitch a movie? Uh, let's pitch a movie. Yeah. Hello, just want to say thank you for listening to The Lives of Pitch Deleted Scenes. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere really. Maybe put it onto a, a thumb drive and just throw it at someone. And maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.